Hey, what's up, guys? It's Big Cat. Before you start listening to this episode, I wanted to let you know that we're running a special sale on all Barstool merch. Go to store.barstoolsports.com and use code PODCAST for 10% off. Go to store.barstoolsports.com and use code PODCAST for 10% off. What it is! This is the Macho Man Randy Savage. And this is Hard Factor. And there is no one that does it better right now. Yeah, no. But he does it better. I ain't repeating myself. Go ahead, tell me something right now. Yeah, I'm living a nightmare. And I'm not a racist. And I'm always cheering. Oh, yeah. Another episode of Hard Factor presented by the Barstool News Network. It is Thursday, September 17th, 2020. I'm Will. We got Wes and the Beave in the house today. Mark is off. Uh, I hear we may get another stimulus check, guys. That's alleged, according to Pelosi and Trump, but uh, not official yet. Still looking for my first one, Will. Oh, you did? Oh, that's right. Wait, what? Taxes, you know. Oh, yeah, you got to pay those. Got to pay them, apparently. Pay to play. Mm-hmm. Also, Trump says he's not as into the TikTok deal as people have reported. So watch out, wiggle dickers. But we're not counting our chickens on those stories before they hatch. Any other housekeeping items before we get going, boys? No, I don't think so. I can't think of anything. Mm. No. Okay. Cool. Yeah, we got four <laughs> big stories on the pod today. Four more on Barstool Radio, 10 a.m. to 11 a.m. Eastern on Power 85 Sirius XM. Wes, get us going. All right, guys, let's check in on the campaign trail, specifically the Biden-Harris campaign trail. With just 46 days left until the presidential election on November 3rd, Joe Biden is pulling out all the stops to get votes. Nothing wrong with that. It's a politician's fucking main goal to get votes during an election. And Mm -hmm. it is uh, being reported that Biden is not faring as well as he would have hoped with Latino voters, especially Cuban voters in Florida a key state that Biden needs to take from Trump in order to win the election. Um, Trump won Florida by just over 1% in 2016. And if you look at recent polls in the state, they are virtually tied with Biden having a slight lead if you combine all the polls available. Um, But what Biden did at an event in Florida has social media all stirred up, you see. Um, (laughs) Wes, Wes, before you say what he did, uh, I think that uh, Bernie also – crushed biden uh in terms of latino support uh so so yes. i think it's something he's always struggled with yeah absolutely um but yeah this is the main focus for him right now is is specifically florida and this is when this is where kind of it all went wrong for him yesterday at least according to some people um you see biden was speaking at an event in florida on tuesday to kick off hispanic heritage month which goes from september 15th to october 15th and after he was introduced by uh, Louis Fonsi. Am I saying that right, Pat? Louis, Louis Fonsi. What do you want from he's me? A, he's a musician. I don't know. You're the music guy. I figured you might know. Uh, Louis, uh, I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, I'm not a Latin okay. music guy. Anyway. He's a, he's a Florida man and also a musician. Right. He wrote so. He wrote the uh, the famous Despacito. Oh, he must be um, rich, bro. That guy must be so rich. Oh, God. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so when Biden took the stage after he was introduced by Mr. Despacito himself, he pulled out his phone, said, 
I just have one thing to say and started playing Despacito on his phone. Uh, and it know. wasn't even like the, the, the hit version. No, it was like it was like the original, like instrumental. It was weird. It was like, you know, what it remind me of is when you first teach your dad how to play music on his phone. Yep. And it's like, hey, dad, this is how you play a song on your phone, at least for people our age. We had to do this. Right. Right. And then and then it's like. Oh, cool. Check this out. And then they do it like over and over again to the point where you're like, hey, stop. You know, it's not cool to just play it in public. It reminded me of like, have you ever guys ever back when you used to buy songs, you'd go to like buy a song and like one song, one single's one ninety nine. The other one's ninety nine cents. You go with the cheap one. It turns out to be like the karaoke Mm -hmm. version of it. Yeah, that's Mm kind of what it sounded like. It was like the karaoke version of Despacito. Yeah, it wasn't the good version. Yeah. Yeah, like like if he had like uh, those like like glasses on, he would have lowered the glasses to his nose, <laughs> looked down at the phone, tried to figure it out. He's like fumbling uh, a book yeah. in the other hand. There's, Hang yeah. on. Yeah. Um, so, but yeah, anyway, he started playing the song and he starts like doing the most like just stereotypical old white man dance that you could possibly. He lights the Yankee candle on the podium. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, so, and he, you know, he played it, he played it for, you know, 10 seconds at most. And then he said, uh, quote, I'll, I'll tell you what, if I had the talent, any of these people, any of these people, I'd be elected president uh, by acclamation. Um, Mark pointed out last night through a text and we tweeted it that the lyrics of Despacito might not have been a great choice. Um, the lyrics are slowly. I want to breathe your neck slowly. Let me tell you things in your ears so that you mm. remember when you're not with me slowly. I want to strip you off with kisses slowly. Sign the walls of your labyrinth and make your whole body a manuscript. Turn it up, <laughs> turn it up, turn it up, turn it up. So kind of perfect, actually. <laughs> perfect, perfect, very on brand for Biden. Yeah, absolutely. It, so it was a real hot sauce in my bag swag situation. Oh yeah, I'm gonna get to that for sure. Um, I've got the clip actually. So this moment caused <laughs> social media to have an uproar about pandering and how Biden's move was cringeworthy and all that. I mean, news networks had every Latino guest they could get on to like, you know, either say that it was fine or say it was cringeworthy, depending on which network you, you were on. People compared it to when Hillary was being interviewed by the Breakfast Club. Here is uh, that clip. Let's just listen to that real quick. I love this one. No more questions. He said, no, she has to go. What's, what's something that you always carry with you? Hot Just... sauce. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Are you getting information right now? <laughs> hot sauce. Hot sauce wow. in my bag, Swag? Hot sauce. Really? Yes. Now, listen, yes. I just want you to know, people are going to see this and say, okay, she's pandering to black people. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Is it working? Yeah. <laughs> 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 Hillary can't even try to pretend to be genuine in that one. At least she, she just actually it. asked if it's working yeah. on air. Exactly. Well, I guess that you gotta you gotta give her points for that. Honestly, when when you call, yeah. yeah, but she puts hot sauce on her vanilla ice cream. But uh, like you know, you know who didn't pander? I feel like Obama didn't pander necessarily. Clinton did oh, the sacks. Of course, thing. He, all, all of course everyone, he did. All politicians, everyone. Pandered. Oh, of course, Every everyone panders. 100%. But there's the egregious ones. Like I'm like right. All of them are – if you're an American politician and you made it to the presidency, to the Oval Office, in the last, like, 30 years, yeah, it, you did some egregious pandering. Yeah. I don't – did George Bush – because he, he he pretty much just had to, like – he already had all the oil guys in his pocket. Like, did he try – I, I mean, don't, he, he no, knew I a little Spanish, maybe. Maybe. Yeah, maybe. All those made-up words he would go with. Yeah. I mean, come on. I was pandering, they're, yeah. they're, 
look, look, there's there's yeah. there, everybody has to do it at, at, at certain points. But right. I agree. I mean, certain people do it more. I think we're in the age of the ultimate pander. I mean, right now is like everybody will pander straight to your face and and expect you not e- not to even guess that you're pandering to them. That's a good like, point. Well, I think that's because of it is now uh, like the like how media has become really niche. You know what I mean? Like we're like back in the day, they were just like it's ma- all pandering. Yeah, yeah well, the I media mean, is basically speak, a pandering machine. Yeah, you can speak directly though to like one group of people, and it's always cringeworthy when they're like on that like that. Right. Yeah. It's it's like how you can follow different like accounts like on Twitter, and it's like the that bubble. You know, it's that bubble's that bubble. news outlet. So it's like it's cringeworthy to anybody who's outside that bubble because it's pandering to that bubble. And there's like, you know, 15 of those that represent the spectrum of politics. Yeah. I mean, and plus, you know, these two guys, uh, Trump and Biden, are both so old that when they try to be cool, it's just like automatic pandering um, sometimes. Um, it's like like in this example. Um, so there's actually a site if, just to keep on the Hillary thing, because I thought it was hilarious. There's a site called <laughs> there's a site called why Hillary dot US. And there's a tab dedicated to that soundbite amongst a ton of other things. So um, I want to be fair, you know, and say that all politicians do this shit like we just said. Look at what Trump did with the Bible holding in front of St. John's. The after- Bible build that wall. You think yeah. that's not a I mean, yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, yeah. The build that uh, wall is a little bit more complicated of a pander. The uh, the uh, the Bible pander is directly on part because there is some know. action behind. Yeah, it, it's, right? it's yeah. just a straightforward. Like my favorite was like when Trump was like, "It's a Bible." We're like, "What is it?" He was, he he needed to tell us that it was a Bible. Yeah. Well, I'd well, say I'd say even the spectacle of gassing the people out of the square beforehand is a yes. pander. Yeah. You know, running I mean, like with the, horses. Right. Yeah. I mean, like, like there, there's all there's panderings of all types and 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 different audiences that they're going for, and yep. both party is guilty of doing it. Clearing people from the square is just billionaire shit. I think that's just like when you're a billionaire, <laughs> you can just you know, I'm walking here, get out of the way. He just well, it's walk, just like Ted Wheeler. Too. Ted Wheeler's like the mayor of Portland. He's siding with the protesters. They're trying to burn down his house. That's a pander. I mean, you, 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 were you really okay with people trying to burn down your house, Ted? No, yeah, right, it's even more messed up because it's like a condominium <laughs> complex. Not cool. <laughs> right. Yeah. All yeah. your neighbors. All yeah. your Ted, you got to go. Uh, yeah. Imagine the letter from the Homeowners Association. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's, a, it's a politician's job pandering in some sense. Right, exactly. And you guys are kind of hitting on the conversation I wanted to have, uh, you know, like Trump saying build the wall is, you know, obviously something he knew his base wanted. It's, it's pandering in, in a sense, but it's not the cringeworthy stuff like the, the Bible holding to me was cringeworthy, um, just like this Biden, uh, Biden stuff. So um, there's also stuff about um, Kamala wearing Converse and Timberlands to pander to Generation X voters. Um, I think she just rocks Converse, though. That's like I, I feel like that's. I mean, maybe I get mad when when people bring Converse into politics, just because it's like it's it's just an all around great shoe. It's a classic. I think that's just a function of yeah, her being decades younger than everybody else involved in the race, too. Yep. So yeah, I mean, you can at at some point when politicians are running, everything can become a pander, and uh, you know, I mean, unless Biden had like like years of tape where he's just dancing to Latin music somewhere. Um, Oh, there's years of tape of him being a complete dunce. That's for sure. I mean, like that (laughs) there, there there is definitely, you know, he's run for president three other times unsuccessfully. Right. And uh, yeah, I mean, he's been a Senator from a small state for like six decades. I mean, there's lots of tape out there. Did you guys have Tim's? Did you guys have a pair of Tim? Oh, I did. I had a numerous pairs of for the winter time. Big time. Which I mean, you got to have you got to have a set of boots. I used to ride them for the summertime, wintertime, 
all the time. Did you have different uh, looks for different outfits? Yeah, I had black Tims. I had I had the tan Tims. Um, I had I had um, you know like like shoe Tims for Whoa. like when I wanted to like dress up with jeans a little bit. Wow, that's fancy. I only had the one pair, the classic, and I stained them, and I don't think I wore them that much after that. Wes, I don't know if this is true or not. I might, I might know this, but I might be imagining it. Were you an NYC guy? E-N-Y-C-E-E, that No, brand? I wasn't. No. No. Okay. no. That I wasn't, wasn't one of your brands? I was not. I was, I was a Tommy Hilfiger, Nautica, Polo guy. Oh, um, I was a Tommy boy. Big outlet time. Mall King. Oh, yeah. I remember had we had my get- guest jeans, like one one uh, strap undone, guest over- overalls. Oh, big time. No, you weren't that guy, really? Yes. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, it was. I remember we had the foreign exchange <laughs> student came coming from England in the eighth grade. Remember that, Will? And uh, I borrowed him for the day because he was staying with a friend of ours who was a, a, a lady, and he wanted to ha- get some dude time. And I was like, I remember mm-hmm. we were going out to the movies. I was like, you can't wear that, bro. And I lent him a, one of my Tommies, a Tommy uh, terra cloth shirt. Really swagged him out. Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. I used to That's come big home. Big time back in the day. Was a come must. home from the mall, and, and my dad would just like – hold his head in shame and looking at the things that my mom bought me at the mall and how much they cost, like in Tommy and Nautica and all that shit that I had to have to be cool. Um, oh, yeah. I mean, now yeah, as an adult, it seems silly. Yeah. But anyway, my, my, my real question to you guys is like, so but obviously there's there's these these handlers behind these guys, right? There's people that are telling them that these moves are good. The question is, like, do you think that that like in certain demographics, like this pandering works Sometimes, like, I, I feel like in this election, both sides are kind of like, you know, you're either here or you're there. The pandering doesn't, like, are there people that are going to be like, fuck Joe Biden for that Despacito shit, and now I'm not voting for him? Are there people that are going to be like, oh, yeah, he's into Despacito, well, now I'm I mean, voting for him? I don't know. Gaffes can definitely turn people off. You look at, like, right. I, but I don't know. Now that we're in the general election, yes, you know, it's it's kind of hard. I feel like a lot of people have already made up their minds. Um, there might be people who are sitting there like wondering, like, I don't know if you're on the cusp of voting for somebody or not, that might sort of turn you off. But yeah, it's cumulative. I don't know. It's, it, yeah, it's not one thing. I, I, to that point, Wes, I think that uh, like the perfect example is Bill Clinton playing the sax on Arsenio Hall was a pander mm-hmm. right, to the African-American community, but it worked. So like when a pander works, you don't really call it a pander. When it fails, you're like, that was, was it a, a pander? pander? He was just demonstrating his skill. But see, that's skills, right? I, yeah. I think if this is Joe Biden literally just turning on a song, that's yeah. like. I mean, it, that's a pander. You got it. You got to have yeah, some skills for that's that. That's true. Yeah. Most people just chalk it up to them being old. I think. I think that's just you're just right. Like, yeah. Yeah. Well, the Cuban yeah. voters in Florida are generally, uh, from what I read, more Republican. So I think this is going to hurt him with those voters, like being like, look at this fucking asshole. Certainly for people who lean right already or yeah. who were like moderate yeah. to right. This is going to. I mean, totally we know that we, everyone knows that they're politicians, so they're assholes. So, I, yeah, I mean, I, I don't think right. it's changing anything. Right. It's not winning, but I don't think it's hurting. Yeah. Well, well, ask Howard Dean how, uh, you know, <laughs> but that was weird. How, no, how that one was fateful screen <laughs> that was different turned or it t- totally changed his life. A little yeah. bit different. It's was, fun to watch. Well, I, don't, I don't know. This was pretty cringe. It was it was, a, it was you kind of gave yourself a Dean like, yeah, <laughs> when you saw it, like you're like, man, that's a. It Why do you think that's a good idea? It this was, was a bad idea. It was cringe. Where it makes you, it makes you think that uh, he just doesn't know what the fuck he's doing even more in my like. Right? Yeah. He just he thought he clearly thought that that was going to play, and right. it's just like, dude, how could you that be that out of touch? Like that that yeah. was going to be like a good a right. good move. Yep. And it's just like, oh, yep. Well, All right. what else we got? 
you know, he's 78, so expect yeah. more of that probably. Mm-hmm. Let's take it over to uh, Portlandia. Three crazy tales from the Pacific Northwest. And it's very fucking strange to me that Portland, like with a city that's supposed to be like the, the chillest place in the country, uh, has spent all of 2020 rioting nonstop, is experiencing uh, now insane crime sprees in the midst of the wildfires. Uh, and then on top of that, tossing some good old fashioned ill will towards your fellow man uh, on top of that. It, that actually happened in Seattle. We'll get into it. Remember it's when we used to call mess. you that? Ill will. Ill will. Ill yeah. will. Well, it's a classic for anybody named Will or you. Yeah, especially when you were getting ill. Yeah, exactly. But, you know, uh, this is we're unfortunately here. We're talking about the bad kind of ill will, not the good kind. Not uh, the kind that up, brings a sixer and a, and, a, and a gram of marijuana and says, hey, buddy, I know you're having a bad day. Let's party. They're not that ill will. No, not that one. Yeah, <laughs> I think like uh, gravity bongs and, and hurricanes uh, 40s was probably yeah. what I was into at the time not, of going by. Not Ill the will. ill will that's like, yeah, the football team lost and everyone's silking. But, you know, I'm going to go hang with my non-football friends anyway because it's Friday. That was and an still Ill. party. That was yeah, an ill will. I, I love that. Will. That's 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 right. Uh, well, maybe I'll bring ill will back one day. Uh, but this <laughs> ill will, again, that we're about to talk about, not good. Uh, <clears throat> first up in this trio of horrible stories, uh, one of those things we didn't get to talk about specifically yesterday with Dave when he came on the pod, thanks, Dave, was 45-year-old Domingo Lopez Jr., who was arrested for starting a brush fire with a Molotov cocktail on Sunday night in Portland, was released later that night because I guess that's a you know misdemeanor or whatever, only to try and start... Six more wildfires uh, Monday night, the following night, with two more of his fire starter buddies. They were all caught uh, Monday night, and then Domingo was taken to a mental hospital for evaluation. But who are we kidding? Probably released again later. How old is this guy, did you say? 45, and you can see a picture of him there. He's very aged, and those are his Molotov cocktails he was using to try to start fire. Gotta have a detention period, like a mandatory detention period if you bust someone uh over the age of 14 with a Molotov cocktail. <laughs> no, I mean, I think, I, like, I, we're, I was t- we were talking about this in the text chain earlier. I think, that, like, anyone that starts fires that lead to these wildfires, life in prison. Like, you're killing people. You're destroying billions of dollars worth of homes. Like, I, I, don't, I see it as worse than just going up and shooting someone in the face with a fucking gun, honestly. It's like, horrible. It's horrible. But so many people do this. There's no way they could punish it that harshly. I'm curious. Uh, if, well, if, you know those guys, the arsonists that have, like, the addiction to it? I wonder I wonder if it's, if it's those guys or if it's guys that are just, like, want to just destroy. Dude, it definitely seems like people who are drugged up when they're doing this shit. Like, I mean, like, the, we'll get to another one uh, next up, actually. Oregon woman Cat Cast had to question a man at gunpoint who she found snooping around her wildfire threatened neighborhood. So kind of a neighborhood like Dave's. We were talking to him yesterday. A lot of people left town. Uh, there's a lot of shady shit going on when people left town. Um, and she found this guy just snooping around their neighborhood with nothing but a pack of matches. So he's just <clears throat> had nothing but matches on him. She asked him, what is he doing? <clears throat> he said he's just passing through uh, and that he's a smoker. And that's why he has matches, but he had nothing to smoke. 
just match. That sounds like a bullshit just story watch. to me. Because right, if you're going to go out starting fires, you're not going with match. You're not rolling with matches. That's that's the weakest ever. Oh no! I mean, you can. There's videos Unless of you're guys with lighters and matches trying to literally just start brush. Do we know fires. if it was a, it, like a match light, like a grill match. Was it like the big ones? Because if it was like a hotel pack of matches, then this lady. If, just it, rolled if up. it was the wooden ones, right. I'm, I'm thinking that he's he's well, he's he's fully capable. I'm thinking this lady <laughs> rolled up on this dude with a gun and found what she you know, found what she wanted to find, which is like the guy was at a hotel and had a pack of matches. Unless it could well, no, be. the guy was a vagrant who 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 uh, had a pack of matches stumbling around her neighborhood. And matches was- matches you can light the whole thing and they go up big. So if you want to start a fire, lighting a whole pack of matches is going to get the job well, done. You only have one shot, then you're blowing your load there. It better work. Like you can't no win yeah. in that situation. Also, sure. it, also the evidence is then gone. He was also fire. guilty enough for her to hold him there uh, until the cops arrived, who did end up arresting him. So must something fishy must have been happening. Mm-hmm. Uh, not good. And that's in the face of the wildfires. Now, just take it back to a weird story. That's just general humanity being odd up there. And this is the final one of this trio. Cafe Vita, V-I-T-A, a Portland restaurant with locations in Seattle, is under fire for uh, firing staff at the Seattle Capitol Hill location. For giving stale pastries and coffee to the homeless. Uh, Cafe Vita general manager Isaiah Washington blamed the massive amount of homeless people near the restaurants on handouts from the staff. And since that time where he uh, blamed the employees uh, for the homeless, 11 of the employees have been fired or left uh, the company over the stale food situation of not being allowed to hand out stale food to the homeless. Yeah, so. this is a weird thing that restaurants have for some reason that like if you've ever worked in a restaurant, like you want to like there's there's it's like some kind of weird health code violation that you're not allowed to give give out the leftovers like no, caterers, but they're literally, caterers you know, can't do it, too. It's weird. This is what they're mad about. Them putting the stale drip coffee and the stale pastries next to the dumpster instead of in the dumpster. Yeah, I mean, th- ah. this is a law, right, for for like some health code reason, but it's so yeah. stupid. And if you're the it's asshole stupid. that's going to call it in, like, fuck, fuck you, bro. Like, yeah. th- that's that's bureaucracy at its at its best uh, when you can't fucking give extra food to homeless people. Like, what is yeah. that trash? Well, yeah, it's, it was this in this case, it's a business there. So it's not even a government. It's just a business. He's, he's uh, trying to claim that they're ruining the business by – Having some goodwill towards their common man, which is just, a, I don't know, I it's hope a weird situation. A How could, yeah, anyways, meanwhile, the area is still completely engulfed in smoke. Riots are continuing. Doxing of rioters and then other demonstrators then lead to the continuous cycle of more protesting and then doxing each other and fucking getting upset with each other. Counter-protesting, mm-hmm. harassment online, uh, and really, I just hope that uh, basically the people of Portland and Seattle could just take the fall and winter off. You know, maybe take a little break from destroying your own community for a little while. Much like mm-hmm. Mark was saying for Iran yesterday, you know, I'm hoping for a little peace, a little chill to go up there to the Pacific Northwest. You know, just maybe have a good day here or there. Best of yeah. luck on that. So. Yeah. If you want a good um, like uh, buddy Dave that was on yesterday it sent me a bunch of like crazy photos of the fires and the smoke and crazy stuff. But if you want to go down like a good like conspiracy theory rabbit hole. Look into like the, the the Oregon fires and people like you know the trying to catch people setting them and like it, 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 I'm not gonna get into it but it's out there if you like those kind of like you know conspiracy theory videos about what's actually happening like chainsaw marks on power lines shit like that um, it's uh, it's crazy. Well, there's lots of videos of fuckery going around for sure and it's and like we've been saying I mean every year there is a lot of arson that leads to the fires yeah um, uh, no doubt. And also dumbass 
fire safety, like people who don't put their fires out properly or do a fucking yeah. reveal, like idiots. Uh, yeah, sure. all kinds of very complex situation. But yeah, I mean, in general, I really like the Pacific Northwest. It's got to be tough right now. Agreed. Portland, Seattle, not not the year, you yeah. know, the, everybody's having a rough 2020, but it seems like it's extra rough. Wes, do you believe some of that stuff? I, I feel like for the most part, there's just such a small grouping of the population that do that shit that it's overblown. It does. Yes, I believe I believe some of it. I don't believe that I don't believe that it's like the main cause or whatever, but I do believe it happens. I know the largest fire area wise um, in northern Nevada since I moved here was set by a man. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, so, I mean, yeah, it's either he, neither here nor there. But yeah. since since I moved out here, the biggest one was set by a dude. Well, fuck that guy. We need to bring Smokey back. We need to dress Smokey up. We need to get like ripped bears out there to really protect us from this shit. Guys, let's talk about our sponsor real quick, paintyourlife.com. Mm. Uh, if you want a truly meaningful gift, you got to try paintyourlife.com. Here's what it is. It's a professional, hand-painted uh, portrait painting created from any photo. So you send them a photo, they paint that shit. It's awesome. And it's truly affordable. Like, it's not super expensive. Having a painting in your house means class. Uh, it means that you know what you're doing. It means you made a couple right decisions. And uh, I'll be dead honest with you. I've gotten a quote from like you know an artist who's just a freelancer to paint me, and it was really expensive, preventatively Very expensive. expensive. Yeah. Uh, now it's it's like a hack for the rich people. All the rich people have this shit. Now you can get it too. Seem rich, fuck them. Paintyourlife.com. You choose from a team of world class artists. Work with them on every detail until it's perfect. So like you can essentially get what you want, and it's also a money back guarantee. So if you hate it, you won't because you'll get it perfect. But if you hate it, it's free. So. Try it out. It's quick and easy. You can get it in just three weeks, which seems like a long time, but it's not when it comes to a painting. Uh, Get it for your grandma. Get it for your spouse. Get you and your pet for your next Christmas party. And I hear you may have a little teaser for for ours soon, right? Yeah, baby. Tonight. uh, Well, yes. Tomorrow, you can check out what Uh our painting life is going to be on the IG. So that'll be exciting. Uh, Yeah, she's done a picture in, and it's on. Makes perfect birthday, anniversary, wedding gift. Uh, And right now, y'all, we're going to get 20% 20% off this with our code. You in? You want 20% off your paint your life? All you got to do is text 64,000. Mm-hmm. That's 64,000. Uh, use promo code FACTOR. Uh, text FACTOR to 64,000. You get that 20% off. Go to paintyourlife.com. Get your painting. You're going to love it. I forgot to do predict it. I'm going to just get it over with now. Get it over with, Wes. Predictit.org. Okay, we're talking about Florida earlier. Let's jump right back in. Um, it's It's even, like I said. So, Florida is a double up no matter what. Biden, you get a little bit more, more uh, bang for your buck with Trump. He's at like 50 cents. Biden's at like 53 cents. But predicted.org slash promo slash hard factor 20. You can put 850 bucks on Trump. Guess what? You're going to get about 850 bucks back. Um, and uh, <laughs> if you if you deposit 20 bucks. And, and pretty much the same for Biden. And pretty right much the same now. for what, Biden, what, yeah. I mean, yeah. It's, a, it's, it's still relative. It's a high likelihood. Me. Not a lock. No such thing as a lock. But high likelihood. Yeah, will his gaff, you know, lose him those, uh, you know, Latino voters? Who knows? Uh, but he's you at got, fifty-eight. Yeah, Trump for yeah, like eight hundred back on on Biden. Biden was fifty-three when I looked at him last, like about an hour ago. Maybe he jumped up. Maybe the Despacito, oh, wow. maybe Let's the Despacito say- worked. <laughs> <laughs> um, anyway, you got to deposit twenty bucks in your account to get twenty bucks on us. But we've been hammering this. And we, we, we actually do this. We're not just, you know, saying this shit because uh, they're paying us to, which they are. 
but we actually participate and it is a lot of fun, especially debates when we get those mention markets and the fun markets, instant wins. It is mar- fun. Get it's your so account fun. going before the debates start, like Wes just said. So the debates, the first debate is November th- oh the 29th. 29th no, September. The 29th yeah. September. So two 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 Tuesdays. Not 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 next Tuesday, the Tuesday after that. Um is the first debate and you want to have your predicted account set up before that um, because there's going to, there'll be a flood of new markets and then the debate nights are just so electric. Like yes. so many different, different, you know, prop bets and stuff. It's very, I just bought a hundred shares of will drive Biden drop out before 11 one, just bought a hundred shares of no. So, oh. uh, right. Yeah. That's a great one. Uh, mm-hmm. that, there, there's a lot of locks to be had right now. I, 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 I picked out a couple Pat. That was one of the ones I was seeing yesterday as a lock. A few 85 to, to 88 cents rangers out there that are absolute 100% locks. Yeah. And that means you put 100 bucks down, you get fi- or 15 back. And not as much cash guaranteed. to make on those, but still easy money. You know, you know, 10, 15 cents a share. It's pretty good. Right. You, oh, yeah. You just bump it up, you know, 15% of your money and it's and it's a lock. So. Right. Yeah. So predicted.org slash promo slash hard factor 20. Uh, yeah, that's it. Let's keep going. Keep rolling. All right, guys. Michael Caputo. The top spokesman at the Department of Health and Human Services went on what's being called a conspiracy theory laden rant on Sunday via Facebook Live and is now, quote, decided to take a leave of absence to focus on his health and the well-being of his family, according to a statement from the HHS. Did you guys see this 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 thing? <laughs> no. No, How I many, didn't. <laughs> I didn't see it. But how many people have gotten in trouble from Facebook Live? A lot. Like, a lot of crimes start on – or not crimes, but just – Fucking yourself up happens on Facebook Live a lot. Mm-hmm. Dude, this Facebook Live was weird as fuck. And all he knew that he was like fucking up and should not have been doing it whatsoever. And he was a little bit unhinged. And I'll get into what, exactly what he think said. He was drunk. Mm-hmm. He wasn't drunk. I think I think that he's put been put in a really weird position and might be having some mental health issues. But uh, during the Facebook Live, some dude. I mean, I guess he's well known. I don't know how well known he could be because he's like out in front of his house. But some dude drives by him and he's like, "Fuck you." <laughs> he's the director of HHS. I mean, I get no. He's just he's the he's the comms guy. He's the top comms guy. Oh, okay. Uh, anyway, guys, during the video, uh, he said that the government is sacrificing lives in order to defeat Donald Trump, and he accused the government of sedition, which is conduct or speech inciting people to rebel against the authority of a state or a monarch. Uh, he also said things like, "My mental health is definitely failing," uh, and the deep state scientists want America sick through November. Uh, it, it kind of keeps hmm. going on and on and on. He also said to buy ammunition and, and that they are coming. I don't know who they is, but be ready. The deep state. Well, this guy's a, this guy's a big time uh, deep state globalist guy. QAnon so. guy. He's yeah. having a breakdown. He's having a hard time. So why? The big question is why, guys. <laughs> uh, so, okay. So we saw Trump came out in the Woodward book essentially saying like, you know, he was downplaying coronavirus. That was his strategy. Okay. And that's been challenging for this guy in particular who was appointed to the HHS in April to essentially like support Trump's downplaying of the COVID, which put him in a really precarious situation. So why is he doing Facebook lives? Now seems like the time for this guy to lay low. Just don't say anything. Exactly. You know? He started drinking the Kool-Aid, I think, and then is having a hard time. He was like, the shadows on my bedroom ceiling get very long at my apartment oh. in Washington. He said, yeah. So essentially he's been tasked with like supporting Trump's lies or downplaying and that he's in a tug of war between the CDC uh, scientists who are like, why are you fucking with my shit? 
Uh, and he's just, yeah, he had a, he's having a bad time right now, guys. Well, why can't he just sort of like wait for Trump to say something and then just parrot that? Because I watched uh, yesterday's press conference where Trump was fielding questions about that Woodward stuff. And Trump basically is saying like, at the time, that's what I thought. And then now I think differently. So like, how mm-hmm. come this guy can't just not do a Facebook live that incriminates himself and instead just wait for Trump to say that and then just say the same thing? I don't know. He's a good soldier. Maybe he, he's uh, maybe he's gotten deep statified. Who knows? I think it's just the craziness. Like could be right. He's having some having some trouble. Yeah. So this guys, yeah. this comes on the heel of uh, Trump uh, appointees in the HHS, including Caputo, who, by the way, has no medical experience. That's what the CDC has been pissed about. <laughs> uh, Demanding to review and change the weekly scientific reports from the CDC uh, related to COVID. And there were like a ton of emails that went out with the HHS people attacking the CDC people saying they, they're undermining Trump. They're undermining Trump's optimistic comments. Uh, so, yeah, that's more or less what's going on. You guys remember Trump put federal pressure on hospitals to report directly to the HHS and circumvent the CDC uh, back, I think it was four weeks ago. And there's a big scandal coming down, I think, because, um, yeah, essentially the CDC are saying that the HHS is fucking with their data. Um, yeah. Hmm. Calling that guy Redfield. Uh, they're calling him a, a bitch and like, yeah, going at him. So there's that. Um, anyway, guys, who's that HHS? Uh, yeah. Well, Redfield. Yeah, exactly. Uh, HHS is coming hard. Um, all right. On to the next one, guys. There's going to be lots of confused bros in the coming months who check the tag on their Patagonia shorts to make sure that they're still a medium. Because when they do, they're going to see a message on the tag that says, vote the assholes out. Did you guys see this? Uh, a little bit. Um, disappointing. I love I Patagonia. Love Patag- I like Patagonia stuff. So they said, vote the assholes out? Right. Uh, and okay. not to worry, though, got Patagonia bros and Wes. According to the brand's founder, the phrase is more of a choose your own assholes adventure than a statement. That's what against it sounds like to me. Any specific politician. Uh, no, there's a specific. Oh, Wes, you think they're talking it. specifically about Trump there, huh? Uh, yeah, hundred percent. Well, hmm. there's a plural, <laughs> multiple assholes. Uh, but they could always be talking about Pelosi, though. Think about it that way. They're definitely talking about Pelosi in some respects. Well, specifically, so Yvonne Chouinard, uh, the founder of Patagonia, clarified, and he said the phrase "vote the assholes out" uh, has been used for years within the Patagonia company, and it refers to quote politicians from any party who deny or disregard the climate crisis and ignore science. Not because they weren't aware, they aren't aware yep. of it, but because their pockets are lined with money from oil and gas interests. Uh, yeah, just as I thought. So, yeah, that's, well, that's they're an environmental. Well, tr- Trump's the big, you know, everyone's like the anti, uh, you know, global warming well, guy. Well, so. I think both parties are actually it's lots know, more than the. Yeah, it's not just the Republicans. Yeah. It's 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 not most just Trump. You guys seriously yet. don't. You guys seriously are going to say you don't think that was aimed at Trump? Like, I mean, well, partly, I think mostly it was en- mostly anyone sure. who denies yeah. climate change so they can get paid. If you draw a line, that's uh, uh, mostly. Well, also, I mean, I guess it's also at Obama and people like that who like, you know, championed uh, making, uh, you know, the USA a bigger uh, gas driller. So like any anybody who has uh, who has done that. So. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So as long well, as the a real vague statement, well, then, as, as long as the poli- well, it's it's every politician, but the biggest problem <laughs> in our government is fucking lobbying. So, you know, it's, it's like that's the biggest issue. So but for the bros, as long as the politician you deem to be an asshole believes in climate crisis science and is opposed to compromising environmental interests by taking oil and gas lobby money, you can still happily attend class at your high end public university in your uh, gonias. Otherwise, you, you might be a North Face guy from now on if you're not into that. But what do you what do you guys you guys? You guys have an outdoor 
Oh, uh, I don't ever. I haven't owned a Patagonia. It's expensive. Well, I have one. I have one North Face shirt, but I bought it at a discount shop, so I don't know if that counts. Yeah, I got a great but, Patagonia jacket at Costco one time. I bet you did. I, I love North Face as a brand. I think they do good shit. But like in college, everyone had like it was they bastardized the brand is what happened because everyone had it. And you're like, I don't want to rock that shit if everyone has it. But I did have great, yeah. great North Face. But it was like a peer pressure thing. It's like the um, like the uniform. Every college. I feel like at all, at all times there's a uniform in college, like mostly set by the Greeks, you know, exactly. And then it like and then it phases out from there. And then like every year, the uniform is just like slightly updated. And I and yeah. then I noticed that on the UT's campus. It's it's lazy. It's like all these kids are in sweatpants and fucking uh, long new uniform tees and. But, just you know, just, they just look like slobs. Like, come on, throw. Well, some- I, I prefer that to what it was when we were there, which was like New Balances and North Face, right? All the time. <laughs> yeah, that was bad. And that's gonna do it for Hard Factor, guys. Thank you guys so much for listening. Uh, hey, we're moving five star reviews and voicemails to Friday, so go ahead and give us a five star review on Apple Podcasts. The deal is, you leave it, we'll read it verbatim. As long as it's five stars. Uh, the voicemail number is five one two two seven zero fourteen eighty, I believe. Wes, is that correct? That is correct. Oh, hell yeah. Um, shirts are in the store. Ladies shirts. Have a good fucking day. Ladies shirts. H-A-G-F-D. Get in there. Mm. Grab you one of those. I think we're going to get hats up for sale this week, I hope. Is that, is that maybe maybe next week? Early next week? Um, uh, yeah. We'll work on it this week. Yeah. Oh, yeah. The Fatathon, guys. So we'll go deeper. We got we got a little bit thrown off this week because uh, large and his way in trash. But next Wednesday, uh, on next Wednesday show, we'll update you on our weight loss progress and if you want to we're we're losing pounds for charity so the deal is all the hard factor guys plus larger throwing in 250 bucks and then whatever the listeners the hard hive want to contribute whomever uh wins uh gets the 250 per man pot to their charity and then we will mm-hmm. distribute the remaining hard uh, hive contributions to each individual's charity uh based upon loss i'm supporting the sims mm-hmm. foundation uh mental health for musicians and artists wes what do you got it's a project uh, Rubicon. Yes. It's uh, to, yeah, to get veterans um, out in, in the community to acclimate them back into society and help them with uh, disaster relief like Hurricane Laura and stuff like that. So it's a dual uh, kind of veterans cause. So you got yeah. so you got so you got musicians, you got veterans and I'm mm-hmm. doing actual natural disaster relief. Wes, I saw you try to sneak that in there, but you know it's really that's a periphery of, of the organization you're supporting. I haven't picked the organization direct. yet, but I'll tell you, it's going to go to the most effective disaster relief organization possible. Yeah, yeah. And, I, and I'm. I'll also say this: I'm working my ass off to win some of these dollars here. I know I'm in third or fourth right now, but I'm I'm going to try to make a comeback. It's a marathon, not a sprint. And then yeah, and th- yeah. Thanks to Takes by Trev. He's one of the, the few people that have donated. Not even these guys have donated their money, but Takes by Trev hit, hit up the donation today. So thank no, you, No, no, no. I know. I know. Look, I got to clear some things up at the bank and make sure that, that every all, all, all of the do- I's are dotted and the T's are crossed, and then I'm going to um, get it in there. So. Yep. And, Don't uh, worry, Wes. I see, the, I see you monitoring us. I see you I too, see you. Wes. Uh, yeah, Mark's, I believe, competing for a uh, exploited children or child trafficking charity and, um, and mm-hmm. uh, one that prevents that. And uh, Large is competing for the Willie uh, Cologne Foundation. So, yeah, uh, mm. it's a pinned tweet if you want to go. It's a fundly. Go kick the cash in. Let's let's give it to a good cause and play along at home if you're fat and you don't want to be as fat. Um, and oh, can I give directly to Lane Pittman's organization? Just to Lane. Yeah, that'd be cool. You could, you could support Lane. I wonder if he's in the hurricane right now. Hurricane Sally. We're thinking about anyone in that path. That's tough. Mm-hmm, indeed. Yes. Thoughts and prayers there. 
and stay safe. Don't 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 be silly if you're flooding. Don't don't try to don't risk it. Turn around. Don't drown. Also, have a great fucking day. Bitch, I'm back. See you later. Yeah. Haters corny with that Illuminati mess. Paparazzi catch my fly and my cocky fresh. I'm so reckless when I rock my Givenchy dress. I'm so possessive, so I rock his rock necklaces. My daddy Alabama, mama Louisiana. You mix that Negro with that Creole, make a Texas Bama. Sauce in my bag. Swag. Swag. Oh, yeah, baby. Oh, yeah.